Hey and welcome to this episode 47 of the Harithja podcast with your host Harithja coming to you on Monday 28th December 2020. I had to go to work today. I bet a lot of you are on leave, uh not driving to work to listen to me, but it's okay. I'm going to be right here when you get back to the grind and you know we all know how shitty that is. So hopefully I can make your grind a little bit better. Today's episode I'm going to be talking about the guilt that comes with seeing too many girls and how one of my personal close friends went from seeing no girls to seeing way too many girls and then feeling a bit guilty about it. After that at the end I'm going to talk about ASEAN news, Botswana, an African country today. Some crazy shit happened over there and I can't wait to tell you about it. But first to start off with I'm just going to talk to you. Not going to lie guys, I I'm starting to feel old. My mortality is fucking dawning upon me this morning. Yeah. And keep in mind I've been weightlifting for about 8 years now but for the first time and wait and those 8 years i haven't had any injuries to speak of which is a fucking miracle except for what happened this morning i tried to squat a uh, quite a heavy weight and in my first set as i went down my right knee went bra and then i stood up and i was like hmm that was weird going to go down again then my right knee went bra i told you and i and i went up again i was like what and then my knee kept going Dude, I'm warning ya. Squat again. You better stop. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> I get the fucking message, man. Like, uh, I'm not as young as I used to be. I'm fucking 25, though. This is supposed to be the literal prime of my physical life, and my knee picks today of all days to fuck with me. So I don't know how to feel about this. I just hope my banging game doesn't suffer. <laughs> I don't know guys, do you use your knee to bang? Hmm. I guess you could get away with it. I mean, get away without using your knee to bang. But um, I don't know, maybe I'll try it out and I will um report back to you. Jesus Christ, you know I'm wearing a jacket and every time I move, like you can Can you hear that shit? I feel like I got to sit fucking still like a statue while I do this shit. Fine. fine fine universe <clears throat> I, mean, i swear to god every fucking time i try something the universe is just like nope things are not going to go as well as you thought they're going to go well in the way that you never thought just like things have been happening to me so many things have been going well for me i've got a lot going on but it's really the thing i ever want i don't know goddamn universe i don't know what this is i'm just going to maybe find a rock under a tree somewhere and meditate. I w- I wonder if like Isaac Newton wanted to try something else, but then he just sat under a tree meditating and then boom, an apple and there you go. He became fucking famous, but that's not what he wanted. All he wanted was that girl Felicity to give him that pose. But no matter how much he tried Felicity, just kept him in the friend zone. So Isaac Newton was depressed and then he found a tree to sit under and then poop and apple hit him and he was like fucking gravity and then he became famous and then he got way more possessed than he could handle and then felicity comes back and oh isaac give me some of that pp i got a nice possessed for you to play with 
And then Isaac was like, stop. And then every time froze, it was just him and his totes. And in his totes, he was like, hmm, I've been wanting that pussy for a long time. But then his thoughts was like, bruh, you got all the pussy you could need. All the fucking pussy you could need. You're fucking famous kids, like from f- five-year-old kids a hundred years from now. I'm going to talk about you. You're going to get pussy till way after you're dead. There are going to be some really nerdy girls who think your fucked up face look really handsome and they're going to masturbate to your genius. <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? <laughs> so the mind said that to Isaac Newton. And Isaac, Isaac Newton was like, bruh, you're saying I shouldn't smash? And then the brain was like, um, you know what? You should go ahead and smash anyway. It's okay. <laughs> so then Felicity, no. So then Newton, Isaac Newton uh, banged Felicity and then like ghosted her. And that is the story of gravity, children. <laughs> yeah, no, that really happened. Uh, fucking uh, Isaac Newton and his lover, Felicity. <clears throat> who friends owned him until he became successful in his 30s and then she wanted him. Like, this is just the age-old story of, like, the nice guy who became rich, I guess. Hmm. I, f- I wonder if a lot of you can uh, relate to that shit because I can't. I I don't think I ever was the nice guy. And I don't think I want to be the nice guy who suddenly gets a lot of pussy when I become successful because... I guess it just highlights how shallow everybody is. I really like how I grew up a bit of a fuck you scumbag. And in that process, I found the most genuine type of love I could feel for another human being. Not just in one relationship, but quite a few. And I feel like none of my relationships have been predicated upon any material success I have, just pure attitude and outlook on life. <clears throat> and guys, don't get me wrong, it, it's great to, you know, get pussy based on your success. I mean, but I think at the end of the day, you'll just feel empty until you find that deeper connection. And it's hard to do that when you're constantly flashing your success in front of other people. I think it's much better if you pull them in just through the force of your sheer, sheer charisma alone. Man, where's the fucking comedy in this? Cock, cock, cock. Okay, moving on. My friend got his fucking job! If you listen to, I don't know, I don't remember what fucking episode it was, but a few episodes ago, I sat down with my friend. I helped him uh, refine his cover letter and then I practiced uh, his interview. And then I was purposely like a bit of a dick in the interview process. And then we did that. And then he went for his interview and then he fucking got the job, in my opinion, against the odds because... There were, I mean, I I'm, I don't know for sure, but surely there must have been very qualified people gunning for that job. But, you know, not just credit to me, this guy, you know, this guy, he's a very genuine person, genuinely wants to do that job for an NGO. And that fucking NGO is going to pay him like something like 10K a month. So I'm like fucking stoked for him. It's a huge fucking upgrade from what he's being paid. And I know none of you fucking care about this. <laughs> But I just wanted to share my happiness with you. 
it makes me feel really good. So if it makes you feel good, then I achieve something. I don't give a shit, Harris. <laughs> okay, friends. Okay, fine. If you don't give a shit, let me tell you a story of uh, some some crazy shit that happened to me yesterday. <clears throat> So I went to the park to just clear my head, you know. Actually, no, I went to the park for no reason. Yesterday, if you listen to that episode, I did like a dopamine detox. So I was just doing that for no reason. I just wanted to walk around and look at some shit. And I saw some crazy shit, guys. So I saw like a war. Uh, Before I continue, let me set the scene. I was walking on the bridge that is like uh, elevated above a lake across the lake I see what looked like a stork or a flamingo I don't know what the fuck kind of bird it was but it had legs that were long enough to stand in like a shallow lake kind of thing a long thin beak it looked like it was the kind of beak to kill fish I guess so yeah I saw one and I was like wow that's so majestic then I saw two and I was like holy shit there are a couple a family walks by and they take out some bread to feed the fish that were that was in the water the moment the couple threw the bread i don't know how the fuck those fucking birds could see from what might have been 500 meters away but they saw the bread and they flew all the fuck like near them to like start eating the bread and i was like amazed like holy shit it's fucking nature right in front of me (laughs) It just goes to show how spoiled we are by civilization, right? When a fucking disgusting bird comes and I'm like, fucking hell, that's awesome. So the couple's throwing the bread, the storks, I'm just going to call them storks. So the storks start eating the bread. Fucking the the third one comes, the fucking third stork comes. At this point, the family's like, let's bring them to the land. So the family goes to the land by the lake and throws bread down there. The storks get out of the water to eat the bread and fucking like, I think it was six more, no, five more show, show up. And there's a total of like eight storks fucking they were as tall as like that couple's six-year-old child like think about how big that fucking bird is suddenly out of nowhere like a monkey a lone monkey comes to like take some of the bread and then the storks were like freaked out by it and they walked away from the monkey right but then one alpha stork like tried to like stand his ground he was like he didn't give a fuck and then the monkey and the stork were just kind of near each other until the monkey's posse came like it was a fucking flood I it must have been a few dozen monkeys some mamas had the fucking baby monkeys clinging on them while it was charging it was so cute but the monkeys went towards like the bread area and then the storks was like fuck 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 and then they started running away and then the storks just kind of stood like a few steps away while the monkeys were like gorging on all the bread. And the couple that brought the bread like had a giant basket of it. And we were all just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and everyone, like dozens of people started to gather. Everyone's phones was out. And like, I don't know if I regret not bringing my phone because that day I swore not to use my phone except to reply for some important text messages. So I couldn't record the whole thing. So here's one thing I realize about monkeys in Malaysia. They are a picky bunch of motherfuckers. It's the trippiest thing to see a monkey 
take like a square loaf slice of bread, a square slice of bread and just eat the white part. They would literally start at the middle. Nibble away the white part And throw away the fucking crust Monkeys don't like crust Who fucking knew Spoiled fucking monkeys It wasn't just one or two All of them were doing that shit I don't know if it thought It was some kind of fruit They're just not used to Eating the outer layers Is that fucking it? I don't have any fucking clue But it was just so trippy To see holes in bread Like fucking Intelligent monkeys So after a while The storks kind of gave up Went to another corner and some kid brought fish food and then they were throwing the fish in the water and fish pull out the fish food in the water and then suddenly a swarm of fucking fish come up like it must have been at least 50 right? and they were like going crazy for the fish food and in the middle of all that the crazy fish like I don't know fucking frenzy there was a turtle stuck and it couldn't get out and the turtle was like fuck oh no let me out let me out it was just like swimming in fish if you could picture that and when I looked at that fish and when I looked at that uh, fucking tortoise I was like that's life that's life right there you're just trying to like live and do shit and everything around you is just going batshit fucking crazy and you're trying not to drown okay that was a story of how, when I went to the park yesterday hey I had a thought today I, you know I'm kind of excited that uh, I've come into some money and like it's interesting when you have a bunch of money and you need to decide what to do with it my initial thought was to get an upgrade on my laptop or maybe to do a lot of shopping maybe get new mics but then I also thought like maybe I should just like invest invest in a smart way so I can turn this chunk of money and turn it into more chunk of money but in the process of thinking about all that I was like why the fuck am I planning for tomorrow for like if I die if I die on the way home later I'm in the office right now but like if I die on the way to work like what what does it fucking matter if I planned to like enjoy my life five years from now you know, like, I guess this is why wealth can cause suffering. Because when you have something, you have to manage it, right? And, like, I'm so tempted to just blow all this money on cocaine. <laughs> Even though I, like, disclaimer, disclaimer, there are some substances that I will admit to have dabbled in and tried. But cocaine is not one of them. Something I think I've mentioned in an episode before that... When I'm 90 and I'm dying, I would love to try meth, cocaine, heroin, all of it. But at this point, I haven't tried it. And you know what? Maybe if I just acted like I'm going to die soon, maybe I should. I, I would just buy all the shit that I want to buy and just enjoy my life. And not, don't worry too much about the future. Like, why the fuck am I fucking planning so much? Having money versus investing versus splurging is the thing that I constantly struggle with, right? Because I think it was like this Hindu guy I was watching on TV. The point of a human being is to be the best human being it can possibly can. Just as a caterpillar is striving to be the best caterpillar it can. That was fucking trippy when I heard it for the first time. But the guy brings up a good point, you know. He basically boils it down to just having a pleasant existence. Having a pleasant existence. 
that's what he was saying. When I think about that, working really hard to have a bunch of money to then manage it for the future that I'm not sure where I'm going to be alive, that doesn't seem like a pleasant existence to me. It just seems like a lot of anxiety, worry and unnecessary suffering, which is why I like the Buddhist's concept of the middle path, you know, not and to a certain extent Taoist philosophy, whereby you don't try too hard, go with the middle way, just go with the middle way. And in doing so, you can achieve progress in what you want, but at the same time, limit the amount of anxiety that you feel. Fucking, I could die. <laughs> Jeez, man, that was so depressing. Where were you going with that? I had really good intentions, guys. I was just, I just wanted to talk about how we can all achieve fucking happiness and peace together. And, you know, someday I do want to have children. And any any work that produces wealth in excess of what I want, I just want it. I, would, I just want it for them and whoever ends up becoming my wifey. All right, guys, it's fucking story time. And it has to do with pee-pee touching. I know this is the kind of story you guys like. So it's a personal one. A long time ago, when I was 17, I partook in a Model United Nations conference in China. If I'm not mistaken, it was the biggest Model United Nations conference in the world. I was there representing the United Kingdom, or was it the United States? I don't fucking remember. That was the first and only time that I've ever been to China. I landed in Beijing. And I remember thinking, wow, everyone here looks like Malaysian, but they sound different. That was it. I didn't get to see much of Beijing because we were shipped straight to the place where we had the conference. When I was there, I got to know this girl. What was her fucking name? Lisa. Lisa. Oh, I just remember her last name. Now, Lisa was a sexy motherfucker, seriously. So she went to, if I'm not mistaken, it was a German international school or a school, American international school that speaks German. But she was fluent in Mandarin and German and she knew a little bit of English. And at the time, I was a sucker for all things German for many reasons I don't want to get into right now. But like, it was just so sexy, like getting to meet this girl who could go like, Deutsche, Deutsche, Deutsche. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anyone call the German language sexy, but I find it fucking sexy, whether whether it's spoken from a guy or a girl, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But yeah, I find German sexy and she could speak it. And man, I was like vibing with this chick. So I was flirting with her, talking to her, getting to know her over the few days. And come the third day, there was a party with like all the thousand, a thousand delegates from all around the world converged into this party. And then we were just dancing and we were being really horny and making out and shit. And then she tells me like she just broke up with a guy who wants to get back together with her and he might get back together with her, but at the moment they're in a cold war. That's an interesting phrase that I found out Chinese people like to use. Cold war refers to the phenomenon of where two people are silently angry at each other and not talking to each other, commonly used in uh, relationship like boy-girl relationship contexts, but can also apply equally in family and close friends situations. 
So, and then apparently, like, the guy in the crowd, uh, the guy who the story is concerned with was, like, looking at us because she was saying throughout the time, like, there he is there, just looking at us. She was, like, grinding on me, like, biting my ear. And, you know, at the time, I thought she was just doing this to get back at him. And I was like, fuck yeah, I don't give a fuck. Guys tend to not give a fuck, right? (laughs) Whether a woman is giving you pussy to fuck with another guy and women if you're listening that's an interesting thing about men they they just don't give a damn you know they don't give a damn and is she into me or not <laughs> guys tend to not give a damn if they're getting pussy for free but you know throughout the years of thinking about that situation oh by the way before i continue my thought uh lisa and i kept in touch over the years uh just texting through instagram just like flirting online I guess and that made me think maybe she didn't get with me to piss off her ex maybe she just got with me because she dug me I don't know that I guess the explanation is good for my ego so I'm gonna stick with it so this girl uh fucking well fuck I had a thought oh yeah guys uh here's the thought man if you if a girl does that to you, oh man, that's bad news. <laughs> like, leave the bitch. Like, uh, so talking to Lisa throughout the years, she told me, yeah, me and that guy went on and off again throughout the years, and then it finally ended. But he- so, so, so here's the thing, guys. That guy saw his uh, girl make out with me in front of all their friends, and still decided to take her back. Like. Mm, don't I, I'm I'm just hoping none of you end up to be that level of fucking simp because it's 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 just really sad and I felt bad now like if th- this 25 year old Harith were to go back to the 17 year old Harith's body I would just like bitch get off me I, <laughs> maybe I wouldn't be so mean but I would just you know walk away there were tons of other cute girls I could have talked to at the time I was so proud of doing that but now I just feel like kind of a scumbag because why would I do that to another man another human being it's just not nice you know guys the world is flooding with pussy so you don't need to screw another guy to get your your share of pussy okay so that's just the section of today where I talk to you now I'm going to talk about the the title, you know, guilt and seeing too many girls. I've been helping a friend of mine get with girls lately. So he was overseas working and then he came on and about last year. And then he was like, man, Harith, it's been six months. I'm in a, oh, he's Chinese. It's been six months. I don't have sex. I'm a bit of a dry spell, man. My dick's so dry. I feel like it's going to turn into dust. <laughs> I was like, don't worry, man, don't worry, man. I gotcha, I gotcha. And I told him what I did um, <clears throat> to improve my chances with the ladies, you know, basic advice. Uh, I gave him the breakdown of all the apps that are available, what kind of pictures to put, bio, the mindset when you talk to them, how to get dates, how to, the mindset when you go on dates, how to close the pee touch if it gets to that direction, you know, all, all that stuff. So I, I was, me and my other friend were just telling, I, I'm, I need to give him a fake fucking name, fake fucking name. Fucking, uh, fucking, fucking, I, I always freeze when I have to do this, John. <laughs> 
Okay, fucking John. So today, John texts us in the group chat. John was like, hold on, let me pull up the fucking text. I'm going to pause this while I, while I find it. Okay, I'm back and here's the text. Damn, eclipses. I feel like I am bad boy now. Oh, he's Chinese. <clears throat> Damn, I feel like I am bad boy now. One friend with benefit. One kind of dating. One may seems like potential target and getting closer. I need to tune down. <laughs> so this guy basically has three girls on his roster. By the way, uh, for those who are unfamiliar in the online, uh, I don't know, fucking online space where people talk about dating, the roster is like the list of girls who you're seeing. So this guy has three girls on his roster and he feels like a bad boy now. I'm not going to read the rest of what he says because it can be a bit incriminating and you might start judging him. Like the bunch of assholes you are. Oh God, I just called my listeners assholes. <laughs> They're loyal. It's okay. So this guy feels guilty and I just want to talk about that. So, you know, when you start having a kind of a roster where you're seeing... A roster to me is when you're seeing at least three girls so when you start having a roster you know it's very unlikely that you got to that point being honest with the girls because here's the problem the moment you're honest about how many girls you're seeing the less likely you are to be able to maintain a roster because then you know why a girl sticks around a girl sticks around with you especially if things are not clear labels have not been established the reason a girl sticks around is because of that void, that not knowing where this is going. So she's going to stay along for the ride because she thinks it might be going somewhere. This is a generalization for sure. Some girls just want sex, but mo most girls, they want your commitment. They want you to commit to them whether that be sexual exclusivity, whether that be having a label, whether that be financial resources or all the above. Now, the moment you are honest with your intentions, the moment you make it clear where you want to take the relationship, and if that relationship, I mean, if that place you want to go is not a relationship, a lot of them tend to drop off. So when you have a roster, you chances are you are lying to people and if you're a good person like my friend what, what the fuck did i john yeah if you're a good person like my friend john you'll start to feel a little guilty even though you're getting a lot of pussy because let's face it sex can be very intimate if you're a normal person continuously having sex with someone it's not just animalistic anymore after a few times you tend to end up cuddling talking and unless you're very disciplined you'll start to bond with them in a way that you might have not intended and when you bond that way with too many girls at the same time you feel like you can feel like a piece of shit if you don't feel like a piece of shit good for you uh i'm very jealous i don't think i'm like that i could be like that but it takes too much effort and i really believe in being a good person so what fucking options do you have you don't and there's the question like is that situation a bad thing or not you know to be indirectly dishonest with these girls by not by not addressing 
the state of your relationship by of your relationship by just not saying like where you know that question where are we by never bringing it up or never answering it so that state of affairs like is that good or bad i think it depends on whether you believe in strict terms or whether you believe in being empathetic and kind what do i mean by believing in strict terms so on one way you can say that that situation is totally fine because hey man i didn't promise her anything i didn't tell her anything so i don't owe her anything i don't have to tell her i'm fucking three girls at the same time so you know if as long as no promises were broken as long as you don't mislead them totally if you totally remain vague about who you're seeing then you could argue that that's fine but then you could also see it in the sense of being empathetic like or and being kind like if you think about how would she feel if i was fucking two other girls at the same time while we're bonding on such a deep level you know at least once or twice a week while i make her feel really special while i probably even though i'm not directly leading her on i am indirectly making her think that this could go somewhere so in that sense if you believe in being empathetic and kind you want to reduce suffering in other people as well so if you look at the world that way where you date while being empathetic and kind you would think that being in a situation where you're fucking three girls at the same time and none of them know about it is not right so between these two ways of looking at the situation you know strict terms and empathetic which is the right one i can't give you an answer because um I don't know which is the right one. I only have a preference and my preference is in being empathetic and kind. In my past where I have uh date uh been together with more than one woman at the same time, I didn't rush into doing it, but I never made it a secret either in the sense that i would find a way to let them know sometimes i would even make it seem like i let them know by accident but i would find a way to let them know that they're not the only person i'm seeing at this time and in doing so i got rid of the guilt now if you are in that situation <clears throat> and you experience guilt i think it speaks to your nature of what kind of guy you are if the guilt is quite strong then i think you're just a kind and empathetic guy and you want to reduce suffering it might suck to let go of pussy by telling them because when you tell them i'm not just dating you chances are that girl won't want to see you anymore i think i've said that before but you know what um i have achieved states and states pula i have achieved like uh arrangements in my life quite a few times before whereby i was very honest about the way i was living and i lost a lot of potential continuous relationships that way but you know what the ones who stayed were very quality relationships for me they were devoted in their own strange way some the ones that stayed had a lot of respect for me everyone that's every, even the ones that left had respect for me to be fair like they appreciated my honesty so the ones that stayed right the respect they had for me like i leverage to have an even better and meaningful relationships and when they ended some ended well some ended not well i didn't have any guilt about that on the other hand so you can give into the guilt and live like ethically or you can find a way to like shut that guilt up see everything as strict terms in the sense that as long as you're not lying to anybody you're not doing anything wrong you know 
then there's a very dangerous way of looking at it. You could be like, girls lead guys on all the time, keeping them in the friend zone, you know, making a guy think that after all this friendship and giving them all this emotional attention that she will she will like one day have sex with this guy or be in a relationship with this guy. Girls do that all the time, not just the hot ones, even the average looking ones. So you might think like, this is me taking revenge uh, for men, you know? And if you think like that, I'm, I'm like, guys, please don't think like that because two wrongs don't make a right. For sure, there are a lot of girls that behave that way. But you know, if you continue doing fuckboy behavior wherein you purposely lie to girls in order to keep them around so you can keep fucking them you're you're perpetuating this cycle of pain yeah with these fuckboy attitudes because if you keep doing that the girls are just going to continue to keep fucking the fuckboys and fucking over the guys the nice guys who they friend zone you're just perpetuating a cycle so I guess the best thing for you to do is just become a reformed fuckboy if you have fuckboy tendencies like me you know find a way to just just live ethically man because the way i see it if you go to such lengths to keep that much pussy in your life like you might you just in my opinion i'm sorry if i'm like shitting on you right now but you need to hear this if you have to lie to like achieve all that pussy then you have your priorities wrong my man like pussy is so overrated it's nice it's nice for sure but it's fucking there's so much more to life yeah being a good person, helping other people have the best lives that they can. In my opinion, that's so much more fulfilling. And you can do that while you date, you know. Dating should not just be about rubbing genitals. <clears throat> if you can have a positive impact on another person's life, even if it's three girls at the same time where you're totally honest and you want them to like be better versions of themselves and you help each other figure out how that can be achieved while fucking them doesn't that sound amazing faggot some of you might think if that's you <laughs> then fuck you and fuck off <laughs> all right oh no i ran out of time but i still have to do asia news fuck it i'll do this shit tomorrow hey guys if you enjoyed the podcast uh, find a way to let me know you can email me at harajofficial at gmail.com do send me questions you have about dating while you're there or if you have a funny story in general or a funny story about dating i'd love to hear from you if you've enjoyed the podcast and you want to help me grow i would really appreciate it if you help me grow with the word of mouth i don't want to do any social media like marketing for this podcast i just want people to tell other people about this so thank you so much for listening i will talk to you guys tomorrow take care and bye-bye